Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to Discussing Depression with Casey Moran. I am Casey Moran. And uh, we have a fun episode planned today. Um, I'm doing my first phoner, as they say in the business, uh, somebody calling in, and I'm going to hope that it works out well. I, I did a little test beforehand uh, with a, a good friend of mine, one of the Verzi triplets, Mitch Verzi, and it sounded good. So let's hope that it sounds good here. Um, I'm excited to have this guest on because she's a very important person in my life. She's uh, just been a really good friend. And she works in the entertainment business. Uh, she works in radio. Um, and she also uh, is the Adam Carolla podcast, the Adam Carolla Show's news girl. Um, but she also works in radio for, she formerly of Mark in the Morning. Um, and now it's Andy and Gina in the Morning. Um, I met her when I was working in radio and I listened to their podcast, Randy and Gina's podcast. Um, the pretty good podcast with Gina and Randy. And she's been a good friend ever since then. Um, just really been helpful. I can message her and she's there to help. And, uh, she's going to call in in just a bit. So I'm excited. She's, uh, she's going to give some good advice and she's just a really good, uh, person to have on, I think for this. Um, and I'm really happy that she's taken the time out of her super busy schedule to call. It means a lot. But uh, before we, we get into that, I'm going to kind of just chat. And then when I see that she called, then I'm just going to bring her up. You know, I'm a professional. You know, I'm just going to stop my tracks and just just go for it. Um, I want to say that it I don't really like these national days, like National Hot Dog Day, National. It just to me, it seems like people are just trying to make money on it. Um, but I will say what is uh this month, October, although it, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, um, it's also uh, Depression Awareness Month, um, and I think that is awesome. Both of those things, I think those those things are great to bring attention to and to do anything that that we can as a society to help out. Um, so the Depression Awareness Month is really, I'm just I'm glad that people are. are doing their best to make a positive impact on mental illness because it is very important and as you guys and girls know it's near and dear to my heart so when i saw that i got excited i know that might be a little hypocritical or biased but whatever um i was happy to see that that it was and, and um i uh more and more people that come out and speak about about it it makes you know public figures especially only because they have like a following and can really relate to people like rapper Kid Cudi came out recently and talked about his depression and he had to check himself into rehab for it. Um, I think rehab for depression, it, it's a weird word to use because I think rehab, you think like alcohol or drugs, but I had to check myself into uh, a facility too. And I guess it is rehab. So 
Um, I actually, right here, we have a Gina grad on, so I'm going to bring her on in real quick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Gina. How are you? Hi, honey. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was, uh, I'm so glad this is working. I know it kind of sounds like a speakerphone, but uh, it's. I, I heard that it sounds all right. Can you hear me okay? I can totally hear you. Oh, great. So I... Uh, I gave the intro before, but I'm going to do it again because it's so much fun. Um, I love doing this. Um, so, so I know my guest is, uh, you have heard her on Adam Carolla's show. She's Adam Carolla's news girl, formerly of Mark in the Morning, but now it's Andy and Gina on 100.3 The Sound. I know her. I met her from the Pretty Good Podcast. And also she had the Gina Grad show. And my guest is Gina Grad. And I'm so excited. Hi, Gina. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm so excited to have you on this because you have been so helpful to me um, when I'm going through my depression and everything because you're a friend that you can reach out to and you get back yeah. so quick with your busy schedule. It's 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 amazing. Um, but I, I remember my phone, my phone is always on me for important people. So oh. I'm so glad that I've helped in any small way. I love that. No, I, I remember this was probably maybe two or three years ago now. You were on um, Paul Gilmartin's podcast, The Mental yes. Illness Happy Hour, and I loved it. Um, and you were talking about, you know, you, you have, you know, anxiety and like a tad of depression. And yep. um, you kind of just talked about, you know, your journey. Um, but you said something to me a long time ago that really stuck with me. And I tell people now and, and I, I always give you credit. But um, you uh, you told me I, I was just so I was just explaining a bunch of things. And you said, hey, you know, it's OK if you just hit the old reset button in your mind and just kind of start fresh. And I, I love that advice because I think that, that, that we can all use, you know, a break from our thoughts and then just kind of start over. But you have yeah. to allow that to happen, you know? And, you know, I'm really glad that you said that because, to be quite honest, that's something I've sort of forgotten about and gotten away from just because, you know, we're inundated with information and helpful tips and things. And, and I, I kind of forgot about that. So I'm so glad if, if my purpose of talking to you today was for you to remind me of that. <laughs> I certainly am very happy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, it's, it's strange cause I don't have that busy of a schedule, but you have the busiest schedule of anybody I know. <laughs> um, how are you able to, to balance not only your work schedule, but your work schedule with any, you know, anxiety or, or maybe a little bit of depression with that? Cause that's super difficult to do. Yeah. You know, to be, to be really, Frank, I was terrified. Like, right, right when I got the call that these jobs were basically starting within a week of each other, I was very excited. And then when that passed, I was depressed. I was anxious. I was angry. I was scared. I was all these negative uh, feelings that I didn't, you know, at the moment, didn't have any control over. It was just the next involuntary response to being so grateful and so excited was just completely overwhelmed. And for me, somebody who is a little more prone to anxiety, I have to, and, and someone who loves and needs their alone time so much, I really have to sort of overcompensate. So when other people could do, you know, my schedule, which is, you know, get up around four in the morning and do the morning show and then prep for uh, the Adam Carolla show and go there, and then maybe, you know, go out to dinner, or go meet friends, I, I really can't do that. I need to be extra sort of sensitive with myself, uh, go right home, um, take a long walk on the beach, come back, uh, you know, have uh, something small to eat, and then sort of unwind and right to bed. And if I don't stay on that schedule, then I I start 
getting a little panicky sometimes. And, and for and of course, very, very tired the next day. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. I mean, I, um, you know, you talk about anxiety. I, I've had a couple people on here talk about anxiety, but what I like to do, because I think everybody has maybe a little bit of a different definition of what anxiety is. Um, if you could put it into words, what would you describe like your anxiety? Like, how would you describe that for uh, yeah, listeners? The way, the way it was sort of clinically uh, described to me is pretty accurate. Um, the feeling of intending doom. Mm. And you don't know what it's going to be and you don't know how exactly it's going to happen, but you're just terrified that something really, really bad is about to happen. And the funny thing about that is it's such a self-fulfilling prophecy because, you know, say what, what we focus on gets bigger. Well, if you're completely overwhelmed with the thought that something terrible is about to happen, well, the, it, your brain will go ahead and make sure that that happens for you. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, yeah. I had a, a guest on here and he said that he, he described it as like putting your hand in like an anthill. And like, and I was like, I was like, whoa, like, he's just like, there's so many different things going on. And it's hard. to. Yeah, I thought it was a really weird analogy. But it was like, it really worked. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I mean, you know, it's hard. Because being an on air talent, whenever you're going through stuff, you kind of have to fake it on the air. Um, uh, yep. And, and like, how, I mean, but you did, you know, for people that don't know you, you had a background in like theater. So the acting thing maybe comes in handy there, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny because in radio, it doesn't really work unless we're really honest. Right. So, um, so, you know, there's, there have been times where, you know, things haven't been just completely, you know, wonderful and you sort of touch on it and it reminds people that you're human and it lets you connect to people in a different way. And then you move on like you would in life, like you would with your friends or you don't, you don't, your relationship doesn't become completely about all of your troubles and all of your, you know, woes in life. You touch on it, you connect with somebody and then hopefully you move forward. So on the radio, it's the same thing because if you're not authentic, um, people tune out and, and, and just like a human being, if you're out to lunch with a new friend and they're not authentic, I would tune out too. Right. Yeah. That's, that, that's a really good point. Um, you kind of talked about when you go home, you like eat something. How, cause I always say on this podcast that there's, you know, there's a lot of different things that people deal with, with anxiety and depression and you know bipolar that, that work for them. But I think the only two things that are universal are exercise and eating healthy. Um, yes. do you, I mean, how important is eating healthy for you and what you have to get done? Cause you kind of can't eat something super heavy cause you're so, you know, yeah. like you're going to be too tired to. No, that's a really good point. And, and eating healthy hasn't really been something I've been terribly into until <laughs> sort of recently. Um, because, you know, food is a huge, it's a pacifier for a lot of people. Right. And you, it's a reward for people. It's a punishment for people. It's tied up with so many things. So, you know, when you're really depressed and you think, well, food won't talk back to me, it always tastes good, it's always there for me, and then you, you know, it's like a binge anything, a binge drinker, a binge anything, you feel so guilty afterwards, you think, well, what the hell, why am I, why do I even bother, I already blew it once, I should just keep blowing it, and keep, you know, doing things that are, are harmful to myself, like overeating, or whatever, um, so I, these days, I am pretty careful, um, I'm on a, not, I don't like to call it a diet, because I don't think it's a diet, it's kind of a new sort of lifestyle shift with the way I eat, and I've lost a little over 30 pounds in March, 
just really worked for me. Um, cause I put on a lot of weight last year because the schedule was killing me. I was brand new to it. I'd sleep in the middle of, you know, in between shows. I'd sleep right after and I, I wasn't, there was no output. There was no calorie output. I was just too tired and I was too overwhelmed. So this year I thought, okay, we gotta take that off. So yeah, it, food, um, food and sleep and water have been like sort of the trifecta as far as what goes into my body. I'm not a smoker. I'm not, really a huge drinker, not a big drug taker, because there's just no time for that. Um, so these days, it's just about, you know, like you said, keeping my body healthy, keeping my brain healthy, and any little thing I can do to gain the system to have more energy, I do. So if it means I have to go to sleep at 7 p.m. one night so I can get up the next day, that's that's fine with me. I'm happy to do it. Well, go to sleep while the sun's out, which is not easy, but it can be done. Sure. I mean, that is tough, but, um, I, I need to eat healthier and I, I know that. And, uh, exercise is weird because if, if you have like major depressive disorder, or just depression in general, clinical depression, uh, when you hit rock bottom, when people say like, Oh, just get up and, and go to the gym. Like, yeah, you haven't think, yeah. you know, like you haven't thought I thought of that. Like, get out of here. Like I just, um, yeah. there's yeah. certain and things. That, yeah. That, yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry. Sorry. Um, I just think there's certain things that people say and I, I think they mean well, but like, keep your head yeah. up is like, ugh, don't tell I, me. To, I hate that. Honey, I get it. It's, it's as sort of inconsiderate or thoughtless as somebody saying, well, just snap out of it. Right. Which a big thing I, I tell people just in, you know, day to day life when they're struggling is look. And, and, you know, this, this is so true for so many of us. You're really smart. You're really, you know, full of life. You're really creative. Don't you think if you could have snapped out of it by now, you would have, if this was something you could control, don't you think you would have done it by now with all the creativity and intelligence you have in that brain of yours? So it's not really about snapping out of it. But if you can get your body moving, that's why living at the beach, which I chose to do this year after 13 years in Hollywood, has really restored so much of my soul just being able to get outside breathe some fresh air and get moving a little bit it's crazy the difference it makes yeah i mean the ocean too is so good because i do that at night sometimes i just go out to the beach and like just taking that in like putting my phone away and just like listen it's the best um it's there's nothing like it and again like i couldn't figure out why i was getting angrier and angrier all the time and i thought I've got to get out of this city. And moving to the beach is a little pricey and not conveniently located, but it was worth it, and I would I would not make any other decision. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, when you, so when you're going through, you know, any type of episode, or even when you're not, um, one thing that was interesting, when you had the Gina Grad Show, you had, um, you had put a video on about, because people were basically haters and just, negative comments uh-huh. and you had to disable the comments um how important like, like if you're already dealing with like in your own head it's really hard to like have to listen to other people that are just hiding behind their keyboard kind of like cyber bullying um, yeah. and do, being on two you know big shows how do you kind of deal with like the haters when you're going through stuff well i uh i had the misfortune i mean to me, it was it's the biggest, luckiest, most wonderful break ever. But in in another small way, I had the misfortune to start two shows at the same time. And there's one thing that none of us like, and I think that it is universal. People don't like change. 
Right. So, you know, we changed their morning routine, you know, on the radio station, and I changed their, uh, you know, their other routine on the podcast by, you know, having a different voice, being a different person. And people really don't like change. And boy, it gets ugly. So not having the tools necessarily to, um, to deal with that at the time, it was, you know, not only was, was it overwhelming to start something new, but I, every time I put on my social media, which I love because it was a great way to connect with people, I was being inundated with people. Um, ex- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Expressing their displeasure in change. Let's put it that way, but directing it at me. So it was. It was very, very difficult, and it was. I took. I, I didn't handle it well. It was. It was very, very hard. And um, now, first of all, the the same people that were were the haters and the trolls before are now. You know, they tweet me all the time. I'm so sorry. You're great. You know, the, and mm. I realize it in a bigger way. People don't like change, right. and and so now you get a negative comment or whatever, and I can actually look at it and say oh, maybe this is something I should, you know, take the constructive criticism, you know, and, and actually use it. Or, you know what, this person's uh, clearly mustered up their keyboard courage. This isn't worth wasting another thought on. But you have to learn how to do that. You you have to strengthen those muscles over time. And coming in cold and, and being inundated with it was really scary. Definitely. Um, you know, you used to live in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you were going through you know, any type of anxiety or maybe a little bit of depression there. It's so fast, right, out there? Yeah. And, and like, yeah. how would you compare that to, like, out here in L.A.? That's really interesting. Um, you know, for me, I think that the car has a lot to do with it out mm. here. I think that feeling just that that um, that idea that you can, you know, escape if you have to, you can get away. You can. For me, being alone is a big thing. So if I'm starting to feel anxious, I need to sort of separate myself from the group. So even if I can just go sit in my car and breathe and calm down or whatever, that's sort of a, a safe space for me. But in New York, you're walking around all day. There are people that literally take rolling suitcases around all day because there's nowhere to go. And I was so much younger then and had such a different handle on um how to deal with anxiety, which was no handle, I literally, I think twice, collapsed in the street. Oh, my like, God. twice, yeah, on the sidewalk. And um, that, that that was never my thing. Like, I, I'm not a fainter or anything like that, but you just get so short of breath, your extremities go numb, and all of a sudden, you're on the sidewalk. So it's not as safe a space um, in that sense, but contrary to what everyone else thinks about New Yorkers, I always found them to be, but especially moving from Kansas, man, where people are sweet as, sweet as pie, always helpful, always, you know, sort of in each other's business, even strangers, because you're in such close proximity. So 
one time that happened to me, I was with my boyfriend. Another time, people were running from all directions. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? So I found the people to be really wonderful and really helpful, but I didn't have a good handle on how to deal with anxiety. And I didn't have any, there's no escape. You, what are you going to do? Escape into the subway and then wait 45 minutes for your train to arrive? There's just, um, I feel like I have more control here, but also I've grown up a lot too. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you you mentioned it earlier about how you like alone time. I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I think me time is so important to everybody. I th- Absolutely. I think it's like, it's one of those things where I, I, I think when you're like, in your early 20s, you, you have this like false idea that you need to hang out with everybody constantly. And, yep. and it's just then you get to the point where you're like, Oh, no, I need as much as I like to do what they're doing and it but it you know it ends up being a lot of times the same thing over and over again you just are like i need to take me time because it's so important to just like relax and to just get out of your your head and and what you think is socially acceptable and and just like it's i don't know can you kind of touch on that or how important that is to you and yeah, yeah cuz I really I really like you've always been really public about that. You I think I was thinking it was on Randy's show you said like all your like, you know, friends are hitting you up and it's awesome but you're like I just need time for myself and I think that's really yeah. important. Well, and that's the thing that's kind of what I was saying earlier about like I'm like in intense self-care because I'm prone to anxiety. I really need to put my my needs first in that area. Um, and, you know, they, people are like, wait, you can't be an introvert. That doesn't make any sense. Look what you do for a living. You know, look how open you are with people. And the way, you know, the difference between introvert and extrovert had been described to me was, do you get your energy from being with people or do you get your energy from being alone? I get my energy filled up when I'm alone. Then I can sort of, I feel like a, an inflated balloon and now I can go back out and be the person that I am and be the person that I, that I love. It's, it's totally me. I just need a lot of downtime to be able to fill back up again. So I that's really important to me to the point where I actually have learned to schedule it into the day. Even if I'm spending time with, you know, the same, you know, girlfriends all day, there's a chance and they know this and we it's sort of great you know to be an adult and have your friends understand you and totally joke about it with you because there's nothing to be ashamed of or hide anymore that, you know, oh Gina's probably gonna leave us for an hour but she'll come back. Because they, they know that that's something that I need. And either I get a little, I start to get antsy and frustrated and a little angry, which I think is a little, a sort of a red flag for me that I'm about to get anxious. Or physically, I don't know what it's like for you, but it usually starts in my chest and I feel mm-hmm. like my lungs kind of tickle and I can't explain it any other way. But that, when I start to get that physical feeling, I can either, you know, stop and sort of just try and calm myself down right there and get on with whatever I'm doing or sometimes that's a signal to me like you need to just go chill out for a little bit you'll be totally fine so I I used to be really embarrassed about it I used to be really ashamed if anybody found out oh my god I can't add being humiliated to being terrified I just I'll I'll turn to dust but you know what it's not that big of a deal and I remember saying this on Paul's podcast because it really was a big breakthrough for me if you tell somebody that you trust, chances are it won't even happen because all you need to do is sort of address the elephant in the room 
and see that the monster is teeny, teeny, tiny, and you move on with your life. But, like, letting a friend of mine know, you know what, I'm actually starting to feel a little, like, I need to go, I need to go sit outside. They're like, oh, go, go, we'll see that, we'll see in a little bit. Okay, thanks for getting it, I really appreciate it. And then you go outside, you take a deep breath, you spend that, you know, a moment alone, and then you're fine again. Um, but, But that time is really important, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, and anybody you feel like you can connect with, let them know because it makes everything easier. Right. I love that. Um, you know, I know that you have a great relationship with your family. Um, yeah. Some people that are going through mental illness and just, just life in general sometimes don't have the fortunate uh, relationships that, yeah. that you and I have with our families. Um, but do your, you know, your parents, do they understand when you, if you tell them that you have anxiety? Because I think sometimes parents that, you know, of of a different generation just might not get it because it wasn't around or Mm. talked about before. That's a really astute observation, my dear. Gosh, you're so wise. Have you always been like this and I just didn't notice? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're the only one that's ever called me wise, so thank you. No, you, you really, you really are so observant and you get it. And I think that that's so true because yeah, my parents are fantastic. They're wonderful people. They, they love my brother and I more than anything in the world. But there, I think there, there has been, um, a barrier. And I think that you're right. I think it's generational. I also think when I was a kid, because I don't have kids, you don't know what's wrong with them. You know, you, you say, well, you're fine or just get up or do it or fine. Stay here if you're going to be like that. And you know what? To a lot of kids, that's the right answer. So you, they're not doctors, they're not diagnosing, they're parents who love you and are playing it by ear when you start acting weird. So, I, you know, I certainly would never blame them for being frustrated or, you know, not having the answer that a, that a, a clinical psychologist would have. Um, and as I've gotten older and I can express myself and I understand what's going on in my head, it's way easy. But I think you're right, when you're a kid, you, you don't know what's going on with them, you try everything, and finally, if if they don't respond, sometimes you're just frustrated. Okay, fine, stay here. Or mm-hmm. you're going whether you like it or not. And those things are not helpful. But if there's certainly no one to blame in that situation, at least in my case. Right. I love that. Um, what a, like, you know, you have a great group of friends. Um, how important is having that support system? Because um, that's, and I, and I, I did, again, just like the family, I understand that some people just don't have friends yeah. that are as understanding or, Good group of friends, but what I, good group of friends. But I always say, like, there's depression support groups. There's a, there's yeah. people out there for everyone, um, and I understand how hard it is to put yourself out there. But you moving out here to LA, you did, you know, kind of oh. get this great group of friends. I got so freaking lucky, and you know what? Because I'm a little shy when it comes to new people, and I I've never really made a friend by meeting them out somewhere. And I always joke about this. My friends were brought to me. So I had one friend I really liked, you know, and then she would bring me all of her friends. And i go, yes, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> that was a joke that Queen Gina, had, her highness, has her friends, you know, brought to her from other friends. Um, and I just got really, really lucky. And I haven't always had that, for sure. Nobody has that all the time. Um, I think, of course, having a support group is important. But if you just have one person that you can connect with when it comes to this kind of thing, that's enough. And if you don't have anybody, it's really important to know that you just have friends and supportive uh, people that you just haven't met yet. 
we're all out there. There's always somebody thinking about you. There's always somebody hoping that, you know, everybody's okay. You're never alone. Mm. Even when you physically, you know, it, it just doesn't feel like, uh, you know, anyone's there for you. We all, we've all been there. We'll all go through it again. But just knowing those moments, there are plenty of people there for you. You just haven't met them yet. I love that. You know, I, I, you did say, how lucky they are. I think that they would say that they are very lucky to have you. It's, it's a two-way street, G. Oh. It's not downtown L.A., you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, There's that Gina, famous Gina Cackle. I love it. Um, <laughs> and you got one out of uh, me. Oh, yeah, no. I, I have a dolphin laugh, and it's like I've had people, like, record it. It's so embarrassing. That's so awesome. Um, okay, so final question here. Um yeah. I, I always ask this at the end because I, I, who I have on, I, I think that they can really help people. Do you have any advice for anybody that, that might be going through an, an anxiety, you know, that might have anxiety but not know it or depression and not know it or maybe friends of people that, that have it that might not understand it? Is there any advice you can give to people that – because you, you give the best advice ever and I just love it. Well, thanks. Um, so let me just make sure I'm clear. Advice for people who are going through it but maybe can't identify it or don't know they have it? Yeah, let's do that. Or just, just general advice for people that might not understand depression, I think, is, is oh, a good okay. thing. Or an anxiety. I'm sorry. I should phrase that no, better. Um, that's, a really, that's a really good and specific question. Um, let me think because I want to give you a, want to give you a worthy answer of that question that I've never been asked. Um, I think that... I. I you know what? I'll give you I'll give you some you know thoughts that my wonderful, amazing therapist has given to me on this subject, which is if you're if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling depressed, if if there's a negative feeling that's sort of driving you, it sounds so silly, but I love this and I think about it a lot. Um, she says, you know, you think of it like you're on a school bus and you're the driver and say this anxiety or this depression is, you know, wants to drive and wants you to sit in the back and they, they're they going to handle this. She always goes, no, 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 you can stay. You can stay with me. This is how I'm feeling right now. You can be a part of it, but you can't drive. I'm driving. You can take a seat in the back. I know you're there. I'm acknowledging you. I'm acknowledging the way that I'm feeling right now. I know that I don't feel great or I'm super sad or I can't get out of this funk and you can come with me, but you're not driving. I'm driving. And so just to be able to make that peace with yourself, you know, that I understand that this is, this is, this anxiety is kind of in me right now and that's fine. I've acknowledged it, but it's not going to control my day and it's not going to control this event. It can stay with me because I don't think I have a choice right now, but I'm driving. That's not driving. And that really, really helped me with the first time she told me that. Yeah. I love that. Um, so, and that, that can go for any negative feeling when it just starts right. to feel overwhelming. Acknowledge it. It can come with you, but it's not driving. Oh, I, I needed to hear that myself. I love oh, that. Oh, it's perfect. Um, before I let you go, is there, so you can be heard on Adam Carolla's show and Andy and Gina in the morning, six to yeah. 10, Monday through Friday, right? 100.3? Uh, or is it? Am I yeah, wrong? Uh, 100.3 The Sound yeah. FM, 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then Corolla, you know, whenever you feel like listening to it. I love that. And then um, social media, you're on Twitter. It's every, yeah, everything's my name, G-I-N-A-G-R-A-D, at Gina Grad on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And my little Katie, my little uh, Katie Thompson who works with us here is going to try and teach me how to use Snapchat because it's the only thing that makes me feel super old. Oh, I, I love have it. it. I just don't know how to use it. So look for me on that in like the next 48 hours. Oh. 
I, I will. I, Snapchat's, I don't use it too much, but uh, it's, it's interesting for sure. I don't, um, I don't get it, so I'm going to try and do my best to learn it. Yeah, I think you'll, I think you'll have a good time on it. Um, Gina, thank you so, so much for, for doing oh this. God. It means so much to me. It is my pleasure. I'm sorry I was such a pain in the ass to get a hold of. No, I'm so stop. glad we did this. Yeah, me too. I had a great time. And uh, again, I can't thank you enough. You've been so kind to me and, and just oh. I really appreciate you coming on. You're you're a very, very special person. So I really appreciate you uh, sticking with me and, and wanting to reconnect. It means a lot. Oh, Gina. Well, I will definitely be talking to you soon. Again, thank you so much. Yay! And um Again, you look for Gina on social media and listen to her. She is the best. I really appreciate it. Um, you got it, my dear. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, G. All right. Talk to you soon. All too. right. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Gina Grad, and I cannot thank her enough, like I said, for her to come on um, this podcast. It means a lot. Um, I uh, – oh, that was great. Well, that's going to do it, actually, because I think that that – I can't really top uh, having Gina on to talk about my, you know, go back to a solo spot. But, um, again, Gina, thank you. Great advice and just amazing. Um, it's going to do it for discussing depression. I will talk to you all next week. Thank you very much. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.